0: of precedent decisions to adopt the requirements and declares that an agency's designation of a decision as preceded deal is not rulemaking. Ordered. 15, section immunizes. 11374. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Donaldson. I'm about to let you guys listen to some of the illuminating a bureaucratic shadow world. Check it out. 11374-11500 West Suffice. 1992. The 1995 legislation became operative on July 1, 1997. The reform measures, contained in OPA chapters 4.5 and 5, expand and modernize the APA and constitute the first major legislative changes to administrative adjudication since California adopted the APA in 1945. For behind the scenes account of the APA reform process, see Michael Asimo, Speed Bumps on the Road to Administrative Law Reform in California and Pennsylvania, 8 Whitinger J. Pub. L. 229, 1999. Professor Asimo served as the California Law Revision Commission's Principal Consultant on the Administrative Law Project and the 1995 Legislative Reforms reflect his immense scholarship. A. At 231. 10. The APA defines adjudicated proceeding as an evidentiary hearing for determination of. Facts pursuant to which an agency formulates and issues a decision. Cal. Gov. Code 11405.20. West Sub. 2001. 11. The APA defines decision as an agency action of specific application that determines a. Legal Right, Duty, Privilege, Immunity, or Other Legal Interest of a Particular Person, Cal, Nubit Code 11405.50, West Sub, 2001. 12 Cal, Nubit Code 11425.60, C, B, West Sub, 2001. 13 Cal, Nubit Code 11425.60, C, West Sub, 2001. 14 Cal, Nubit Code 11425.10, A, 7.60, A, West Sub, 2001 fifteen is used in this article, the term rulemaking denotes the formal process of adopting and promulgating administrative regulations. The opera defines regulation as every rule. twenty one J, NAALJ two hundred forty seven, asterisk two hundred forty nine an agency's designation of a decision as deal or its failure to do so from judicial review, 16, granting agencies absolute discretion to decide which legal and policy determinations are significant and merit deal treatment. Section 11425.60 expressly applies prospectively to decisions issued on or after July 1, 1997, but also authorizes agencies to designate earlier decisions as precedents. 17. Section 11425.60 requires agencies to update the index of their precedent decisions at least annually, unless the agency has not designated a precedent since the most recent index update. Eighteen, the agency must make the index available to the public by subscription and annually publicize, asterisk 250, its availability in the California Regulatory Notice Register. Nineteen, most private litigants involved in administrative and adjudicatory proceedings will not have a subscription to precedent decision indices or know of the existence of the register. To further improve public access, Regulation, order, or standard of general application are the amendment, supplement, or revision of any rule, regulation, order, or standard adopted by any state agency to implement, interpret, or make specific the law enforced or administered by it, or to govern its procedure, except one that relates only to the internal management of the state agency. Cal. Gov. Code 11,342.600, West Sup. 2001. 16 Cal. Gov. Code 11,342.600, West Sup. 2001. 17 Cal. Gov. Code 11,425.600, West Sup. 2001. 18 Cal, Novit Code 11425.60 C, up? 2001. 19 is the California Regulatory Notice Register published by the California Office of Administrative Law contains notices of proposed action by state agencies to adopt, amend, or repeal regulations promulgated in the California Code of Regulations. Cal, Novit Code 11346.4 uh, Sub 2001, available at http colon slash slash www.oal.ca.gov notice.htm, last visited Jan 16, 2002. 21J, NAALJ 247, asterisk 249. Can I use it? Fuck. To agency case There's law, the so legislature cold. should amend the APA to require agencies to publish their precedent yeah, decisions or the indices of their precedents on the Internet. 20. Section 11425.60 represents the California APA's first explicit recognition of adjudication as an authoritative mechanism for certifying new law and policy. Administrative common law, however, has long regarded adjudicatory lawmaking as a legitimate attribute of integrated administrative powers. 21, the United States Supreme Court stated, within traditional agencies, that is, agencies possessing a unitary structure adjudication operates as an appropriate mechanism not only for fact-finding, but also for the exercise of delegated lawmaking powers, including lawmaking by interpretation. 22, Professor Thomas Merrill contends that the power of administrative agencies too. Twenty-several California agencies publish their precedent decisions on the Internet. For example, the California Department of Social Services Community Care Licensing Division's website, which contains an explanation of precedent decisions, displays the agency's precedent index and provides links for downloading copies of the agency's precedents. California Community Care Licensing Division at http colon slash cclb.ca.gov slash doc slash last visited Jan. 16, 2002, other agencies that make their precedent decisions available on the Internet include the Employment Development Department at Http colon slash slash www.ed.ca.gov slash txpdnl.htm Last visited Jan. 16, 2002, California Public Employees Retirement System at Http colon slash slash www.calpers.ca.gov slash about slash board slash decision slash priest slash priest.htm Last visited Jan. 16, 2002, Public Employment Relations Board at http colon slash 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 html slash decisions.htm last visited Jan. 16, 2002, California Department of Insurance at http colon slash slash www.insurance.ca.gov slash doc slash fs-legal.htm last visited Jan. 16, 2002, and California Occupational Safety and Health Appeals Board at http colon slash slash decisionshtml slash last visited Jan. 16, 2002, a statute mandating Internet publication of precedents would complement the existing OPA provision requiring the California Office of Administrative Law to make available free of charge on the Internet the text of the California Code of Regulations, the official compilation of all state agency regulations. Cal, Web Code 11344A, West Sub, 2001. 21 C E G sec B. General Corp 332 US. 194, 1947, Y C. State B D of equalization. 256 P3D1 Cal. 1953. 22 Martin B. Occupational Safety and Health Review Comment 499 US. 144, 154, 1991. I'm gonna switch it up a minute. I'm gonna take it to something else here. Twenty one after further changes of the bill in the Judiciary Committee of both houses, the bill was debated and amended in the Senate on March twelfth and debated. Twenty one after further changes of the bill in the Judiciary Committee of both houses, the bill was debated and amended in the Senate on March twelfth and debated and again amended in the House on May twenty fourth, nineteen forty six. Oh. On May the Senate seventy third in the House changes. The bill was signed by the President yes. on June eleventh, nineteen forty six. Twenty two it became please. effective three months later, i.e. on September eleventh, nineteen forty six. Twenty three. Like any other statute, an analysis of the act presents us well, with several key questions: what was the on purpose the of the act, and what did it accomplish? <laughs> you afraid of the business for people who without legally the wish to bring about somehow a curve of the administrative branch of our government take to take that the fact governors shall be governed you know, and the regulators right? shall be regulated. Twenty-four is passage in part of the implementation of the traditional lawyers for the comparatively yeah. yeah. simple life of yesterday. Twenty-five its desire to put brakes yeah. on any new development in the law that disturbed the custom way of doing business. Twenty-six the main protagonist yeah, so, okay. of this yearning was the American bar association. Sure Twenty-seven efforts met with opposition from administrative agencies and their lawyers as well as from Twenty-eight and after 584 miles went on, more gained an understanding of administrative legal problems. Twenty-nine the results of these. Conflicting currents with the present act, which was conceded to be somewhat less far-reaching than its first proponents wanted, thirty some opponents greeted the new law with the same vehement antipathy with which they had opposed the prior bill. Thirty one other critics were more or less satisfied with the comparatively small innovations the act brought about. Thirty two, the act thus had lukewarm as well as hot support. Thirty three. At the outset, it is clear that, despite its title, the Act does not endeavor to regulate the, i.e., every, administrative procedure. The APA is merely directed at rulemaking and the adjudication of individual cases as well as certain matters ancillary to both. It is probably neither possible nor desirable to regulate the many other administrative functions of the government, such as the managerial and custodial acts performed by the National Archives or the Public Building Administration, the very important task of preparing the nation's budget, for the activities of the Office of Education. Some proponents of the new law made allusion to the barnacle growth of the administrative branch, which supposedly endangers our ship of state and which constitutes a fourth headless branch of government. 34. The legislators have not seen fit to do anything about it. The The APA neither reduces the number of administrative agencies, nor prevents their growth, nor changes their powers materially, nor subjects them to the control of either the President or the Congress to a greater extent than heretofore within the limited scope of what the act is intended to do its most frequently named goals 35 are the codification of administrative procedure 36 the asterisk 585 achievement of uniformity standardization and simplification 37 the curbing of administrative excesses 38 and the publicizing of administrative acts 39 the act is also supposed to require agencies to base their determination on something more than any evidence 42 allow persons who are aggrieved as the result of acts of governmental agencies to appeal to the courts 41 to establish a uniform system of judicial review for every legal wrong committed by agencies 42 and to provide for an outline of minimum basic essentials of administrative procedure 43 even a limited analysis of the problems of administrative law shows that the act is far away from these goals. 44. The Administrative Procedure Act is anything but a codification either of administrative procedure as such or of those types of rulemaking and adjudication to which the act applies. 45A code or similar comprehensive body of law would name the instances when, in adjudicatory proceedings, hearings are required, whereas the APA leaves the supreme question to existing law. 46A code the mm-hmm. rule in which cases what modes of notice are required. 47, but the APA merely restates in a general fashion that parties must be informed, asterisk 586 of time, place and nature of the hearing. 48, leaving the question of sufficiency again to, the law. In a century or so, we might be able to say exactly who is to be a party in administrative proceedings, but at the present, the APA merely says in so many words that a party is any who is entitled, that is, of course, under the law, to be a party. 49, similarly, the problem of who has standing to seek judicial review is inadequately answered by merely saying anybody suffering legal wrong or being adversely affected or aggrieved within the meaning of the law. 50, perhaps the time will never come when we can spell out the details of these general vague norms in the same fashion as, say, the hearsay rule. It certainly is not here yet. The demand for uniformity, standardization, and hence simplification has fared not much better. The variance between rules of procedure of the several agencies is probably not as great as many people seem to have imagined. 51. But the opposite is not lessened it anyway. The issues whether in a given case there must be a hearing, and if so, who is entitled to it, and whether it must be oral, etc., are left unanswered. 52. The act has strengthened certain principles, such as the separation of functions of judge and advocate, or that the one who hears must himself at least recommend a decision. 53. But and other innovations apply only where the act in general and the hearing provisions in particular apply, and where none of the many exceptions lie. 54. The law is now not much more uniform in these regards than it was before the APA, nor has the the making procedure been standardized there are now, as ever, a great many types of permissible procedures in rulemaking where no part of the act applies. Fifty-five, where only Section 3, dealing with publication of rules, applies. Fifty-six, where the feature of Section 4A and B, first sentence, asterisk 587, would first apply, but the agency for good cause finds its application impracticable. Fifty-seven, where the enabling statute requires that the regulation be made only upon the record of a formal hearing. Fifty-eight, and lastly, where the enabling statute merely demands a hearing, which does not provide that the regulation must be based upon the record of a hearing. Fifty-nine, the principal stride towards standardization is a minor one, the mandate that in dubio the consultative procedure of Sections 4A and B, first sentence is to apply. Where the Act changes rather than restates the law, it naturally curbs administrative agencies to a certain degree. Thus, if none of the exceptions are applicable, an adjudicatory hearing must now be given by an examiner qualified under Section 11. The rulemaking process must be conducted so as to give parties interested an opportunity to express their views. And the right of parties to have counsel and to be issued subpoenas is established beyond doubt as far as the Act goes. 60 to some extent then, administrative law has been changed to favor private parties and limit the freedom with which agencies can act. 61. These limited changes, however, do not come close to an effective curve of the administrative branch of the government as such. The governors are now not essentially more governed, nor the regulators regulated, 62 than before. Administrative agencies flourish as ever, and the APA has neither diminished their number nor curtailed their various headruns. That of primary jurisdiction, exhaustion of administration, which have strengthened agencies to...